Hey everyone, Jason Shepard here, and you're listening to the CFI Podcast by M0A.com, where a good pilot is always learning. Why does the Time Builder CFI always get a bad rap? Hey everyone, Jason Shepard here of M0A.com, and you are listening to, it's no secret now, my favorite of the four podcasts, the CFI podcast, the Certificated Flight Instructor Podcast. Did you know that? It's not, you're not a certified flight instructor. You are a certificated flight instructor. Fascinating, right? Just just a little, little change like that, does it? Hey, hope you all are doing absolutely outstanding. Great to be back with you all. Uh, some of you all know if you're watching, if you're a member of the ground school or uh, watching in-flight coffee or anything like that, uh, we were... Uh, we were not doing so well uh, health-wise there for a little bit, but doing much, much uh, better. Uh, Magda and I both came down with the old COVID, but um, we're better. I, I am back to, I would say today, it's probably the first day, today would, today would be like day 18 of it, honestly. I'd say I'm 100% finally um, today, so that's good. Magda's probably just the tiniest bit uh, behind me uh, on that one. She got it a day or two after. Uh, I did thanks to me, but um, back to it. Already went flying. Everything else by myself. Don't worry. Um, and life is good uh, as such. Hey, I want to share with you uh, briefly, and I just shared it. And I, I think it'd be fun for you to go back and uh, hopefully listen to all four podcasts: the private pod podcast, the instrument pod podcast, the commercial pod podcast, and of course you listen to the CFI podcast. But on last week's commercial pilot podcast. So you go to the commercial pilot podcast, it would be October of 2021. If you want to go back and find if you're listening to this way, way in the future, and this is like a time capsule. The episode is called my first jobs in aviation. Uh, and in there, I share a lot about this. Actually, I open up with this idea, which inspired this episode of the time builder. I don't like the phrase time builder. I think it denotes somebody who's there for one thing. I'm here to build time. I don't really care about the paycheck. I don't really care about the students. I don't really care about the school. I don't really care about the airplanes. I really just care when is Delta going to call me? When's United going to call? Like that, unfortunately, is the reputation or the stereotype that we m create in our head when someone has the audacity to say, I'm a time builder. In fact, I don't know if many people, uh, maybe I'm out of touch, but I don't think people, do people really call themselves a time builder? I'm a time builder, CFI. I, I, I don't think so. I, I, it's very possible I am out of touch though. Sometimes I do live in a bit of a bubble. Um, but I, I can't see somebody saying that. Now, I can see and, and see it all the time. People saying, yeah, my CFI is just a time builder. Like people talk about their CFIs being a time builder, but I've never known a CFI to call themselves a time builder. But anyways, time builders have this stereotype that I just explained to you. And I frankly don't like it. I, I, so I'm wondering, do we need a change of vernacular? What I propose on the commercial pilot podcast is, can we call them experience builders instead? Maybe just that change in the verbiage would help because time builders have a bad rap. Maybe we called them experience builders like, okay, yes, you are building as a CFI, you are building experience. 
but you're also creating moments. You're creating experiences for your learners as well, for your students. Learners is the new word to use, right? You're creating these great experiences while you're building experience. And yeah, you're getting paid a little bit, but you're, you're building the reputation of the school. You're building your own reputation while you're also, yes, building your time or your experience. Here's the question I have for you. Can someone, and you know what? You may go on to become a CFI to build time. I think that's great. The last episode I was just sharing was all about low time, odd commercial pilot jobs, like 250 hour commercial pilot jobs. There's, they're, they're odd and there's a few of them out there. And there's a few more I probably didn't even list that you can think of, but it's just keeping you in the aviation environment and getting paid. But what I encourage people to do in that episode was go become a CFI, get paid a little bit, build the time. Because I believe you can be time building how can you be time building and still deliver the most value for your learner? You can be waiting for the Delta phone call to put you in that, you're in a hiring pool just waiting uh, for Indoc, right? And waiting for a train, like that's 100% acceptable. As long as you're honest with your learners and say, hey, just so you know, I'm thinking I'm only gonna be here three or six more months before in-dock at Delta, assuming the economy stays good, they keep hiring the way they're doing and everything else, like that's what, I'm, that's what I'm thinking. If you're honest with your learners and they know that, so it's not a surprise, because who's ever been surprised by a CFI? Like, hey, uh, next week, uh, I'm actually heading out, you're flying with uh, Phil, your next, uh, next lesson, not me, I'm out, it's our last lesson together. You're like, oh. I've gotten the text message breakup too, you know, with CFI's like, oh, I'm out, sorry, I, I moved you to the schedule to fly with Phil. Great, I don't even know Phil, but thanks. That, that's where the time builders get the bad rap, isn't it? How can you be a time builder, an experience builder, and still deliver value to your learners? Well, you can do it by being upfront with them and saying, listen, I've got 1,000 hours, I need 1,500, and then I'm, I'm gonna start applying for jobs, just so you know. So I think I'll be able to finish up your private pilot, and I'm gonna do my best um, to make sure that happens. That's the level of deliverability. You know, I shared, again, I keep going back to this commercial pilot podcast. You're gonna have to listen to it now. I, I left a cliffhanger in there, where not that much, not that exciting, but, where I shared I actually slept in the hangar for a few months. And I slept in the hangar for a few months because I had one student left to finish up. Awesome, awesome gentleman. One, uh, one student to finish up uh, his private pilot certificate. He was very, very close. We were like wrapping up cross countries and solo cross countries. Um, ended up taking still with weather and everything else. I think I lived in the hangar, I don't know, two, three months. I can't remember how long. Um, my lease was up. They only did annual leases. I knew I didn't do, need to do that. I was moving back to Ocala. I was living in Jacksonville at the time. And I bought an air mattress and slept in a 10 by 10 room in a hangar. It had a window AC unit uh, and it had a, a bathroom and a shower in it and, and laundry, but it was like the laundry for shop rags. So I ruined a lot of shirts, but um, the air mattress deflated each night. But I wasn't going to leave that student. I wasn't going to leave that learner. I promised him I would finish up his certificate. And I did. And I'm not saying you need to sleep in a hangar. Like, you don't need to be that crazy with it. But you need to be open and honest and committed. If you tell a learner, I will see you through to the private pilot check ride, you better be a gentleman or a lady of your word. 
Let your yes be yes and your no be no. And boy, if you follow that philosophy, you'll go far in life, not just in aviation, but in business, uh, relationships and everything. You'll go very, very far in life. And I don't mean to get off topic and start acting like a life coach because I'm certainly not and nor am I trying to be such. But the question is, how can you be a time builder and experience builder and still deliver value? While you're waiting for that Delta phone call, you can still be all in for your learner. You know, you can still be all in for the flight school you're flying with. I run into CFIs all the time that the flight school is just a part of the system, a cog in the wheel, whatever that may be, and they don't respect the airplanes, respect the dress code, respect the, the company policies. It's just, I'm just here to instruct. I'm here to get my paycheck. I'm here to uh, you know log my time and move on until somebody calls me. That is no, like you are an employee of that place you wouldn't go to any other job and act like that. You would lose your job. A lot of flight schools are just in this position right now um, where it's, listen, these people aren't going to stick around. It goes both ways. Let me, just, let me just take it a step back even further. Flight schools can take better care of their CFIs. Too many flight schools have the mindset of these CFIs are going to only be here about a year, maybe two years tops. Like, why do I need to invest in them? Why do I need to invest in, in polo golf shirts for them and training for them and all this other stuff? They're going to be gone in two years. What is it? Why bother investing in them? So when you, gosh, this has turned into a business podcast, and I apologize, but when you, the flight school owner, or maybe you'll be a chief CFI, so this will benefit you, but when you don't care for your CFIs, your CFIs are not going to care with your students. You know, one thing we do, it's a little crazy here at msra.com, is we believe we take care of our team members first. If I take care of the msra team and love on them they're going to be in a great mindset, in a great position to then go out and love on our actual students, our actual learners. And, and it's thousands a day, 20,000 a day is what watches and consumes MZRA content every single day. It's ridiculous. It's amazing. It's a blessing. It's all these things. But if our team was grumpy and, and I was just this dictator-like boss and everything else, like it would reflect all the way down the company to then grumpy students. And that's what's happening in flight schools. The flight schools are not investing in the CFIs, the CFIs are not investing in the students, and the students go and give you a bad three-star review on Google. And that's the vicious cycle that's happening right now. If you have a good CFI helping you with your CFI, or you had a good CFI in the past, you know it, and I hope you, you are still hanging on that person or hung on to them as long as you could. Now you can learn from the bad CFIs too, but boy, having a good CFI is so powerful. I'm always amazed when I hear the story, oh, I had the same CFI private through, through my commercial. I think you're like the 1% of 1%. Most people have three or four CFIs per certificate or per rating. How can you avoid being that CFI? Could you be so bold as to when you know, hey, you've actually got a class date at Delta or, or United or whatever it is. Congratulations, that's awesome. You've got a class date that's three months out. This is gonna sound crazy and it's gonna take some humility on your part and your pocketbook's part because it's gonna hurt a little bit, but it's the right thing to do. You might wanna give the flight school a heads up and go, hey, listen, uh, I got my in-doc date, I got my class date, it's uh, in three months. 
I'm gonna finish out my students to the best of my ability. And I'll make sure we, we, we hustle them along. I won't make any bad decisions if weather's bad or maintenance is bad. I'm not gonna push it by any means, but I'm gonna do my best. I'll make myself available. I normally take off weekends. I'm gonna work weekends now just to make myself more available to my learners. But please don't give me any new learners. I'm good for a flight review. I'm good for an IPC, but don't give me any brand new students or even brand new instruments. To, just don't give me anybody from zero for a certificate of rating because I'm not gonna be able to finish them in three months and that's not fair to them. Wow. If you walked into it with that level of humility, it takes guts. Like, but aviation is so small. You, you can make or break your reputation in minutes in aviation. Think about it. I mean, if you look at the FAA Airman database, there are only 600,000 pilots in the database. How many of those are active? Maybe half, so 300,000 people. Aviation is small. There, especially in a, if you're in a small community, there's a good chance you say someone's name and they know that person. You're building your reputation now. And you never know who you're teaching to fly, by the way. That person you're teaching to fly, you went around to the airlines. That's awesome. The person you're teaching to fly might be the president of ALPA one day, uh, the Airline Pilots Association, right? The, the, the big union there. Or might be the president of AOPA or the president of or a, or a C-suite or VP at United or at Delta one day. And they're going to remember you. And you better remember them. And hopefully you are good to them. Because aviation is so full circle with that sort of stuff. Missouri Nation, I really got on a tangent today. I, I didn't even follow my notes very well. Time builder CFI, they get a bad rap. Can we call them an experience builder? And the, the question you need to think about is how can you build time and still deliver the most value to your learner? So I have no problem with you being a CFI to build time and make a little bit of money. Nothing wrong with it. Just love on your learners. Heck, love on the flight school. Love on the airplanes. Treat it as if it was all yours. It's your business, it's your airplanes, it's your hangar door. So shut it nice, you know, lock the doors, treat it, turn the master switch off, like treat it right. It, it'll, it'll come back to benefit you. Karma has a very, very funny way of taking care of you. And I'm living proof of that. I'd imagine you wouldn't have gotten this far in aviation if you weren't living proof of that as well. Missouri Nation, you are a blessing to us. If there's anything, seriously, anything at all, we can do to better serve you. Please, 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 don't hesitate to reach out. Have a blessed, amazing, outstanding rest of your day. And most importantly, remember, a good pilot is always learning. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you.